1: Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.
0: Through 25 seasons, 4,561 episodes, I believe The Oprah Winfrey Show is one of the greatest classrooms in the world.
2: I really never thought of it
0: that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I am missing so terribly. I miss him every single minute. anything to you. You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. I know y'all are feeling it too, America. People are so rude these days, aren't they? I mean, just obnoxious, obnoxious co-workers. Everybody has some, except here at Harpo. (laughs) Uh, Aggressive drivers. Yes, yes. Where's everybody going? Sales clerks who who, who first ignore you and then act like they own the store. Yeah, Yeah, snarky emailers. I mean, aren't you fed up with people's overall crankiness? Yes, we are, yes we are.
3: My biggest pet peeve is when I have my blinker on for a
4: great parking spot and someone comes from the opposite side and steals it. It Happens all the time. I have a friend who uh, chooses to share all her important information, her engagement, wedding the birth of her child all via email and i just wish she would call me my phone number hasn't changed in 15 years and the group emails i just find incredibly rude i absolutely despise when people do not wash their hands after using the restroom i saw one of my co-workers doing it the other day it absolutely made me cringe
1: i was having lunch in the lunchroom and uh one of the guys started clipping his nails and nails went like flying all over the place and landed in your food and it was just like the
3: grossest thing I've ever seen. When people throw their cigarettes out of their windows and on the ground, I think it's rude and it's disgusting and very inappropriate.
5: I don't like when people talk on their cell phones so loud that you can hear the conversation and what they did the night before. I hate it whenever I go to church and I hear cell phones ringing.
6: One of my biggest pet peeves is when I see people texting while trying to drive.
5: It drives me bananas when my husband is always on his Blackberry and not talking or paying attention to anything else going on.
0: When you're in somebody else's presence and they decide to text, it drives me insane.
5: I was recently out on a date where a guy answered his phone every time it rang. If I walked out of the restaurant, I don't think he even would have noticed.
3: (laughs) Wrong
0: guy, wrong guy for you. So we need to learn to be more civil to each other. I talked with Jerry Seinfeld about that for O Magazine a while back. He is really... It was so interesting when I asked him what was his big pet peeve, he said civility. Nobody's ever said that as an answer in all the years I've asked that question. He says the top three rudest behaviors for him were cutting people off on the road, the Blackberry or cell phone abuse, and interrupting while someone is talking. I like that list. Mine are people who are chewing gum with their mouth open. I don't want to see it. Same thing about blackberries. And I also can't stand it when people are rude to service workers because I think you show who you are by how you treat people who are serving you. Okay, so people ask me all the time. You really do. And I also think this is very rude, so don't do it to me anymore. Uh, People say this to me all the time Do you remember meeting me? Okay, and then I try to be civil about it, like, oh, hi how are you? And then they go, what's my name? (laughs) See, I think that is rude, right? Because it's enough that I'm trying to be civil and, oh, hi, how are you? And it's usually one of those eight years ago you saw me in an elevator kind of things. Oh, is that you? Oh, great. Change your hair. Okay, where's Nancy Dorsey? Nancy, I hear you have a, a pretty awful cell phone story.
5: Yes, I was at my gynecologist's office. And I put my legs in the stirrups, totally exposed. And his cell phone went off. And he answered it. Oh, my gosh. gosh. It was not an urgent conversation. And it went on for seven to 10 minutes.
0: (laughs) While he's down there with a spatula? Now, you know that thing. What do they call that thing? The what? Spectalum. OK. Well, he's down there with that thing. That is disgusting. And so what are you doing the whole time when well, there's not much you can do? And yeah, poor bedside manner, rude, inappropriate. What, did you say that to him? Did you say that? Or did I you just... didn't say anything. I just was yeah. In shock. Yeah, yeah. And then you got up and put your clothes on. <laughs> and then I never what? went back. You never went back. I never went back. Okay, good. very good. That's bad. Thank you, Nancy. Okay, Stephanie in our audience says that she sees rudeness run amok every day working at airport security. You all can imagine uh, for the TSA, Stephanie. I, you have a few doozies, right? Oh, absolutely. Stand up. Share with us. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we see about two million people. They fly every day, and
2: yes. whereas most people are pretty cordial, and you know they're just trying to get through and get to yeah. their flights, they just trying to get to they There's still those people who are, are just rude. Special people. We yeah. call special. Yeah. <laughs> So there, just some of the things that we deal with. Um, I personally had a passenger to um, throw a cologne bottle at my head, and he threw it at me so hard that if I hadn't ducked, it would have hit me.
0: This is after and you
2: asked him to let. This is after I asked, told him that he couldn't um, take the bottle of cologne onto the plane because it was after the liquids restriction. So yep. there was a real threat, and we had started, you know, telling people that, hey, you can't take this on. You could check it, you know, the rules. And he was just so incensed that it, it surprised it me you. that he threw it at me. And then there are other instances where people will come through and they're angry or they're upset for whatever reasons, but they they tend to take that out on those frontline people. So they'll say really mean things. They'll say things like, you know, oh, you're, you're such an idiot, and these rules are ridiculous. As if we wake up in the morning and say, oh, what rules are we going to enforce today? And make them up. I mean, you know, they just don't understand.
0: Yeah, and I would heard that you, you've noticed that cell phones add to all of this. Oh, also. absolutely,
2: absolutely. It's, that's, I think, the most recurrent. When it comes down to you're there and you're waiting to get a person's ID and, you know, check their tickets and they walk up to you and they're on the phone and they're ignoring you like you don't even exist. Yeah. Like you're not there, you're invisible and you, you sort of don't want to be rude. You don't want to interrupt their conversation, but... They're also being inconsiderate for the other passengers that are in line because they're not hearing the divestiture yeah. speeches or anything like that, and they're just sort of in their own world. That's so right. Just
0: like Nobody's present for anything anymore. Absolutely. Everybody's on to the next moment instead of living this one. Thank you, Stephanie. You're welcome. Okay. Ask yourself this. Are you rude? Are you? No. Okay. I would say no to that, too. I don't think I'm a rude person. Eighty percent of Americans believe that rudeness is a serious national problem, we all talk about it amongst ourselves, do we not? Say how rude everybody else is. But here's what's so interesting. 99% of the same people say that they themselves are not rude. So 80% of the people <laughs> say that it's really rude. People, it's very bad, the situation here. But 99 of us, 99% of us say, but we're not one of those people. So what we're going to do right now is take a quiz. Those of you at home, you're going to do this, too. This could be an eye-opener for you. Everybody in our audience has a voting device from um, a company called Paget Communications, and you can play along at home, too, just by answering yes or no. So here we go. First question, are you chronically late? Press 1 for yes, press 2 for no. Are you chronically late? There's the results. 27%, 73%. My answer would be not chronically. (laughs) My answer would be, sort of, kind of. My answer would be, sort of, kind of. Like, I was, like, ten minutes late today getting down here. I had some issues. But there should be no excuse, because being late means that you are... I I will tell you this late story that really helped me. Uh, Bob Green, who is, like, a brother to me, and I used to work out with him a lot. And when I first started working out with him, Um, I was I was late. I was chronically late and I was uh, late one day and he said if this ever happens again I will never work out with you because my time means as much to me as yours means to you So you either get here on time or find yourself another trainer and uh, I went okay (laughs) Really true, okay two sisters up here you two sisters who answered yes to being chronically late. Yes Okay. I have four children
3: to get ready, though, before I get out of the house. Okay. so I, that... I have a cat. I don't have a reason. I don't have a reason. <laughs> and,
0: and why are you always late? Miss Cat Lady, we understand the four <laughs> children.
4: I don't leave enough time. I like bed. I don't wanna, I'm a teacher, so I feel like I can just go 20 minutes before I stay late. I'm a late person. That's why. Not a morning person. Okay. <laughs> But oh do, you see,
0: do, you, do you see where it's, where it's rude? To Absolutely.
4: Um, my husband drives nuts.
0: Okay. It's rude. It's rude. I Say that. It's rude. <laughs> It'll be my goal for this year. Okay. But it's still rude.
4: <laughs> okay. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.
1: Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends.
0: Everybody in our audience, thank you. Thank you, sisters. Everybody in our audience has a voting device from Paget Communications. You can play along at home just by answering yes or no. Our second question, have you ever typed an email while talking on the phone? Type one for yes, two for no. Okay, who's typed an email while talking on the phone since 70%? Yeah. Even you, Miss Security Lady? Stephanie, Stephanie, okay. Time management. So who's typed an email while talking on the phone?
7: I have typed, uh, I type emails all the time when on the phone because these days there's so much to do. So you got to take advantage of every second you have.
0: Okay. So you think that's multitasking? I do. Okay. Anybody else typed an email? There's 70% of this audience. I, I would be one of them, too.
5: Um, I have, and I feel really guilty, especially when it's my mom. I try to be really quiet when I'm typing. <laughs> so I pay attention to my mom.
0: And has anybody ever said to you while you were on the phone, "What are you doing?"
5: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And then do you lie about it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That's rude. (laughs) That's rude. But you know, I've done it, and 70% of this audience has done it, and I'm sure many of you at home have done it. And I never thought of it as rude, but uh, apparently it is. Okay. Thank you very much. Have you ever interrupted a face-to-face conversation to take a non-urgent cell phone call? Okay, who said no, who said no? Hi, lady in blue.
3: I like to just click the little side button and put it back in my pocket.
0: Okay, how many people have who said yes, said yes? Non-urgent, you're in the middle of a phone call. Well,
3: it kind of depends on who it is. <laughs> because if it's like... Who does it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess so, yeah.
3: Well, if it's my mom calling and I'm, like, talking to my boyfriend, then I'm going to be like, hey, sorry, my mom's calling me. Okay. So,
0: that, okay. I think that's a said good said excuse. That. I thought it was going to be the other way around. Like, if I'm talking, <laughs> I thought you going to say, if I'm, like, talking to my boyfriend first. and my mom's mom calls. <laughs> okay, well, that is considered rude if you've ever interrupted a face-to-face conversation to take a non-urgent cell phone call. So, so far, everybody's a little rude. Have you gone through, listen to this one, this is good, have you gone through a supermarket, ten-item express lane with more than ten items? Yes or no? Yes or no? Have you ever in your lifetime? Fifty-three <laughs> percent of the people say no. Okay, I gotta, I gotta trust you on that because there's no reason to lie. Then who are all those people going through? <laughs> The express line, yeah. You have, you have, with more than 10 items. I would
3: say I've had probably about 15 to 20 items that my mom oh. works at a grocery store, so I know what she feels like.
0: <laughs> wow. I just, okay, go ahead. Anybody else? You had how many items going through a 10-item
1: <laughs> It was like maybe 20, but I, I, I think it is all the little items, they go together. So I was, like, <laughs> I was like, they count as one. Like a couple cans of soup, I'm like, well, they're all together, so that's like five. And then, like, fruit instead, that's separate. Okay. And you don't feel the least bit bad about yourself? No, actually, she told me. she was like, you know, it's only 15 hours. I was like, well, I'm in a rush now. I'll go together, so it's okay. Okay.
0: All right. Okay, that's considered rude, though, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, here's another
0: one. Have you let your dog relieve him or herself on your neighbor's lawn? Yes or no? 30% say yes. 64% say no. Where are all those yellow stains coming from? <laughs> Okay, who's let their dog pee on somebody else's grass? Yes? Yes? You have? Last
5: night. Last night. It was about 10 o'clock and I was taking my dog for a walk and I went around the block and it was it was dark and I didn't think he would go, but he did on the neighbor's lawn. And I should have gone home and gotten a bag, but I, I didn't. I was tired. You mean he pooped? <laughs> do that, but I was tired,
0: and I, I... <laughs> Oh, now that poop is another story.
5: I know. Wow. Oh, and I... now your
0: neighbor's going to know that that was you. <laughs> oh, I, I <laughs> well, That is rude,
5: though. That I is, know. you know, that,
0: I is, know. that, I know. that I, is I know. That is I know, and now yeah. I have to apologize yeah. on air.
3: Yeah. so sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> you can go back today and get a plastic bag and pick that up. Because it's really, this is my thing, I think it's really okay days later to pick up your own dog's poop. You just can't do it for another dog. Right. So you know that's your dog's poop. You oh, know I know. You've pooped. Yes. Go get a bag. We'll find tonight. it. No, okay, good. Because right. that is really rude. And, and it's really rude for people who don't pick up their dog's poop. It's really, that is so bad. Have you ever stolen someone's parking spot? By stolen, I mean, just at the beginning of the show, a woman was saying, they're tr- you know that they're there. They were there first, and you could make the turn. Have you ever done that? This is okay, 12%. You have? There with your I friend when the checkout line with the 20 pretend- items. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: yes. I just pretend like, they're, like I didn't see them. So if I didn't see them, never it never happened. Rush.
0: <laughs> 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 it's a part of rush. Karma doesn't work that way. <laughs> way. Car- karma doesn't work that way. So you admit it.
3: Yes, I admit it.
0: <laughs> Here's a question, everybody. Let's see what this poll says. Have you ever gossiped? Have you ever gossiped? Okay, where is the 3%? Where are the 3%? Who, is, who's, who says they've never gossiped? Uh, I just think it's rude to talk about somebody behind their back. So, so it's you like... have never gossiped? Oh, just, I just, I like to be more honest. So it's like, even if I have something like mean to say, I'd
1: rather say it to your face than behind your back. You
0: would, okay. The the gentleman in, okay, anybody else? Never gossip. Would you recommend, you would, I need at least, what, three people? (laughs) Yeah.
4: I have, but it's my mother. She made a mistake. (laughs) She pushed two instead of one. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense
0: sense that makes sense okay last question have you ever taken someone else's food or drink from the office refrigerator 86% said no okay where are the four- who has stolen other people's food
5: <laughs> hello
0: what, what did you take
5: well my friend used to stock up the fridge at work all the time so I used to take her stuff but I think those people are lying I know they stole some stuff <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. So you It's got to gotta
5: pay- be more than. 14%. That's,
0: that's, that's a lot, actually. 14%. See, this I'm is I'm sorry, the thing about, Margaret. No, this is the thing. Because this is the thing about stealing people's food. Somebody went through the trouble to pack their lunch. They were at home. They put it in the little Tupperware dish. They come in with the little brown bag. They put it in the refrigerator, the little thing. And then you who didn't do any of that. <laughs> in and takes their stuff.
3: Just the sweet stuff.
0: Just the sweet stuff. Okay. But you can see why that would be rude, right? That's rude. So we were inspired to do this. Fascinating though, huh? Yeah. For those of us who are telling the truth. Uh, We were inspired to do this show after reading a wonderful little book called Choosing Civility, The 25 Rules of Considerate Conduct. The author of this wonderful little book is Dr. P.M. Forney of Johns Hopkins University. He's been on a 10-year mission now to promote gracious behavior. So why did you write this book? Because you were fed up with people being so rude. Because I was convinced at a certain point of my life
6: that the quality of our lives depends upon the quality of our relationships. Mm
3: -hmm.
6: But the quality of our relationships depends upon our relational skills. Mm -hmm. And civility, good manners, and politeness are time-proven, very effective, codes of relational skills. Yeah. Uh, The quality of our lives is about treating each other uh, well in every every situation. We are all the trustees of one another's happiness and well-being in life. Yeah. And so... uh, But we
0: don't realize that that when you're going through airport security, that you're a trustee of the happiness of someone else. No, and
6: one reason is that we are stressed, we are fatigued and we are in an anonymous environment. Stress mm-hmm. and uh, anonymity are two very, very common forms. Uh, Stress caused, and anonymity. anonymity. causes of, uh, of rudeness, and, we, and especially when they are together, like yeah. in traffic.
0: It's what the young lady was just saying, too. People think they're never going to see me again so That's they can right. talk to me any way they want to. We don't
6: have an incentive because we, we are, do not belong to the same lives,
0: Uh uh-huh. so to speak. Dr. Forney, uh, this is a quote I love so much. We never touch people so lightly that we do not leave a trace.
6: Yes, that is a a quote uh, that I've used in the book from Peggy Tabor-Millen as a matter of fact.
0: I love that. Don't you all love that? We never touch people so lightly that we do not leave a trace. And I think people forget that.
6: People forget that. People forget that uh, uh, there is a wonderful principle the principle of respect for persons. Yes. Which is the principle upon which all ethical systems have been based from the beginning of of humanity, Mm -hmm. uh, since certainly the last 2,000 years, upon which all ethical systems have been based, which says that we ought to treat others as ends in themselves, rather than as means for the satisfaction of our, of our own immediate needs mm-hmm. and desires.
0: How is it bad for our health, though? You talk a lot about that in choosing civility. Well... That it's really making us sick, that when you're out there being... Re- when you took that woman's parking spot, <laughs> yeah, that it makes us a little sicker. Because it's really sort of like collective karma, isn't it? Yes, it is collective karma.
6: Because uh, what you put are, out
0: is always coming back. That's and, right. And it's not like somebody's going to now take your parking space later. It's the energy of that that's going to come back That's to right. Yes.
6: There are the bad hormones and neurotransmitters. I'm not a, a physician, but any doctor will say that we are, when we are involved in a rude encounter, mm-hmm. uh, there are hormones uh, like catecholamines, for instance, cortisol, yeah. that are cascading into our system, and they are making our uh, immune system weaker.
0: Yes. They are
6: uh, weakening uh, our cardiovascular system.
0: Bottom line is it's making you sicker. It's
6: making you sick. If If you have a boss that you perceive to be unfair, you're much more likely to have cardiovascular disease. Really? Yes.
0: Here's an eye-opener. Your rude behavior is doing exactly what Dr. Forney just said, affecting the quality of your life. Dr. Forney says that if you're more considerate and you start to just be a little more courteous, that you will also be calmer. You can see how that would work, right? You, your calmness would make you healthier and happier. So while working on this show, we found that waiters really wish America knew proper restaurant etiquette. While you watch this next tape, ask yourself, have you ever done any of this?
5: When you're out dining, can you please put your cell phones away just for a few minutes? Give me the time to take the order so we're not holding up dinner and everybody else that's dining with you. Here you go. Another thing that really bugs us servers is when you blame us for something that is completely out of our control your steak is undercooked I'll be happy to get you another one just let me know and I'll get it out as soon as I can But it has nothing to do
4: with me I'm a mom and I love kids but please keep in mind when you're dining out with your kids that they're your responsibility and not mine please don't let them run around the table throw bread at me or tug on my apron because it makes it harder for me to do my job and it's annoying to the other customers
1: For me, a good tip is 20% or more. So what most people don't know is that we get paid less than $3 an hour and we still have to tip out bussers, bartenders, food runners. So if you stiff me or leave me a bad tip, I'm actually paying for you to eat.
4: Some of you think that when dining in a buffet restaurant, the standard tipping rules don't apply. In fact, some of you leave no tip at all and that's unacceptable. I'm still offering you drinks, the same great service, and I have to clear three times as many plates. So please be kind and leave the same 15 to 20% gratuity.
0: I bet a lot of people didn't know that, right? Right, I, I didn't either. I always do, just because, because I'm Oprah and you'd talk about me if I didn't. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> But I, I didn't know that that was, like, a rule that you're supposed to do that. So Kara emailed us to say her big sister, Ginny, is so embarrassingly rude in restaurants that her family now refuses to go out to eat with her. So what does Jenny do?
3: It's really embarrassing. Anywhere she goes, and this happens all the time, anywhere we go out to eat, she, like, refuses to sit at tables, and she, like, has to sit at a booth. And if they're really busy and she has to wait to sit at a booth, then she complains about having to wait to sit at the booth. And if her water glass gets empty and she drinks all of her water and they're not immediately there to refill her water, she gets really upset and, like, won't leave a tip because they aren't doing their job. And she... Of what she
0: perceives to be their job. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And she orders iced tea a lot and she puts, like, sweetener in her tea. And so it gets, like, a certain amount of sweetener that she wants. And lots of times the waitress or waiter will come and top off the glass, and she gets upset because now her sweetener-to-tea ratio is messed up. <laughs> that's, Everybody that's in the family is, like, doesn't, is so embarrassed by it and to go out with her. And if she go, there's one fast-food restaurant we go to, and she orders her drink, and there's, like, five different points that they have to do right, and if they don't do it right, she'll send they it to They
5: specialize in drinks, though. So <laughs> I
3: want it this way?
0: <laughs> what is going on with you?
5: <laughs> well...
0: Because when you hear this, doesn't that sound rude to you?
5: Well, but I don't think I'm rude. But
0: How would you describe it?
5: I just, I just know what I want, and I want it that way. And I don't have... That's what I a don't lot of rude a, people say. Well, but, I, but I'm not mean. I don't... Like, we watched the tape about uh-huh. the waitress who's upset when their food is cooked wrong, and she brings it, and she doesn't know the steak's undercooked, and we yell at the waitress. Yeah. I don't do those things. I don't yell at people or things like that. But I also don't have a problem telling them that my steak's undercooked and it needs to be corrected.
0: Okay. Have you ever gone out? Let's say, most of the time that you go out, do you find something yes, wrong? Yes,
5: most of the time I do, and most of the time, oh, yes, probably 99% of the time, of the time, of the time, time I, I find something that's not correct. And I don't. I do ask for managers often if. Well, I hate. To, I don't all the time ask for a manager, but I usually complain. It doesn't matter if it's fast food or a really nice restaurant. Why don't you just nice stay <laughs>
0: No, no, seriously. Why, why, why are you going out?
5: To, why don't you just stay
0: home and well, get it the way you want for it? The
5: experience. Or okay. you go out. Well, and I don't, I don't particularly like to cook, or there's just me and my boyfriend at home. So, yeah. you know, cooking for two people.
0: Does he know? say the same thing about you? Yes. He does too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk to you when we come back next. <laughs> you're you're going to want to know this. Do waiters take out revenge against rude customers? Do you ever go back to the same place? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they know who who you are. They know who you are. They see me coming. Okay. So Steve Dublonica was a waiter for nine years and is the writer of the hugely popular blog called Waiter Rant, and it's now a book on the New York Times bestseller list. We just met Jenny, who admits that she finds something wrong in just about every meal that she goes to, every restaurant, every time she goes out. What do you want to say to her?
7: Let me tell you something. When you ask for the manager, we're all in the back saying, who wants to play manager today? Yeah, so, probably. you know, and sometimes I have the new guy come out and say, you're the manager. You take care of me. So you're not always speaking to the manager.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Why?
7: Because why? you are, because what? Because we're afraid, Oprah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, really? Really, why? Because? Well, because sometimes I was the manager in my restaurant. Honestly, sometimes I was so tired of dealing this behavior. like? I mean... They're nice people, but sometimes they run into these situations where they drive the waiters insane. Yeah. And I would want a break. And I would say, someone brought interference with me with this lady or this guy because we just, we just reach our breaking point because the last thing you want is the waiter being rude.
0: Okay. Why are,
7: are people so rude to waiters? I think it's a servant job. You know, we're bringing food to a table and we're getting tips in return. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But when people start thinking that we can't like we're not human that we're slaves that we don't have feelings because sometimes when people treat us that way you know it hurts mm-hmm. and sometimes that leads to waiters taking a little bit of revenge
0: and how do waiters take revenge
7: well i think the one everyone is scared of i know you're scared of don't
5: spit in my food.
0: is
7: is spitting in the food <laughs> i think very few waiters do that in actuality. I mean... What, spit in the food? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... I have I had a rule when I was... That is rude. Oh, it's crazy. (laughs) That's beyond rude. So my rule was if I couldn't give it to my mother, I didn't give it to a customer. Okay. Um, Now, one of the things you say, though, it's rude to ask for a different table. Is it? On a busy night, the hostess has set up the seating plan in a way that it's like the logistics for the Normandy invasion. If you change one table, Everything gets thrown off. See,
0: that's what I didn't understand. Yeah. There is a strategy to a oh, restaurant. Yeah. Well, Did you all know that? I didn't know that. Too.
7: Two people take less time to eat than four people. Six people take more time to eat than four people. So we plan according to those times. And if someone, and the worst thing is when someone comes in on a busy night with no reservation, and they say, I want the best seat in the house. And if we give it to them, we've thrown everything out of whack.
0: What if that person is Brad Pitt and
7: Angelina? You know what? Alec Baldwin ate at my restaurant one time. He yeah. came in unannounced. Yeah. Right? The only table I had was literally by the printer and the two bathrooms. Uh huh. This is Alec Baldwin. Uh huh. And he walked out and said, You know, Mr. Baldwin, this is the only table I had. And he said, No problem. And he sat good. down, and he took it. So even if it's Alec Baldwin, if I don't got the table, okay. if Brad Pitt and Angelina came in and it was the only table I had, that would be where I Okay, was. all right. Tell us why tipping less than 15% is really rude. In New York State, we only get paid $4.80 an hour. And in some states, they only get $2.15 an hour. So that's not a lot of money. And waiters depend on tips for about 90% of the bulk of their income. Well, shouldn't we change that?
0: Shouldn't we change that? Because I don't think most people think that... Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice that you change that? because, Because if you don't tip, then that person doesn't get paid. Literally, exactly like what the right. woman said on the tape earlier, if you, don't tip, if you tip me less than 15%, mm-hmm. then I'm basically paying for you to eat because the waiter has to tip the busboy.
7: That's right. And who else? Uh, sometimes you have to tip the, the food runner or the hostess or the bartender. We may keep only 80 to 70 cents of every dollar we get, sometimes less. It depends on the restaurant. Wow.
0: So next, how to handle extreme rudeness at work. Millions of you are dealing with that. But before we do that, I was asking... Um, Uh, Dr. Forney, the same question. The difference between being rude and mean.
6: Yes, it's a difference between uh, focused rudeness and unfocused rudeness. There are people that are equally opportunity offenders when it comes to rudeness. They are rude to everybody without even realizing it. Yeah, that's the unfocused rudeness. And then there are people who are mean, who uh, have malice, who will uh, uh, ask you a question to embarrass you in, the front, in front of your oh, boss. Yes. And so that's the difference between rudeness and mean. The, the rude person is the person who bumps you and, and without saying, I'm sorry, uh, or that uh, uh, will not give you a seat on a bus uh, seeing that, that you are an elderly gentleman. But then there is the mean person, the, the person with, with focused rudeness that targets you uh, in a mean way and, and want something for you because of envy, for instance, because of insecurity. But
0: well, what the, about people who talk down, like people who say things like, well, you know, a person's doing the best they can, and they go, well, well how hard is it? Or say well, snipe, little things like they that. They
6: are very often insecure people who yeah. shift the burden of their insecurity upon others in the form of hostility. Yeah. That is a, a major... Mechanism psychological mechanism. We shift our insecurity for whatever reason. We are insecure at work. We have a new boss We are being downsized Uh and so on and so forth We don't think that we have all the skills that we need we shift that insecurity upon others in the form of rudeness in the form of hostility
0: This is not just to pick on Jenny But really to help us all in the restaurant because I've made this mistake too Have you been in the restaurant many times and you're like where is the check? Where is the check? Where is the check?
7: well it is impolite for a server to come up to you and just drop the check on the table. What you should do is you should ask for the check. Now, trust me, if it's a busy night and I got to get you out of there, I will drop the check on your table.
0: That means get out of. I mean,
7: and trust me, when you see that, it means it's time for you to go. But um, if you're having a wonderful evening, the last thing I want to do is go. Bang! Here's the check. So you should ask for it. The other thing you should do. They're
0: wait- the waiters are waiting on us to ask for the check. I didn't know that. I was always waiting on yeah, the check. Yeah,
7: just ask for the check. Okay. And when you get the check, the other thing is the waiters are not psychic. We don't know if there's money in that envelope or not. So just leave the money or the credit card sticking out so we can see it, so we're not hovering over the table going, is it ready? Is it ready? Because you don't want us hovering over your table. And then we'll just take it away and bring it back. And then try and leave within a decent amount of time after paying the bill. Because on a busy night, getting another table means the waiter makes more money, the restaurant makes more money. Everyone there makes more money.
0: So I know we put a lot of spotlight on Jenny. Are you feeling bad?
5: No. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give you a hug, so you don't need one, right?
5: Oh, well, I can, I'll take
0: a okay, hug okay. from Oprah. <laughs> Who's going to say no? Okay, oh, I'll mean. take a hug. I didn't want you feeling bad. A lot of spotlight on you. But, 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 if, if you were coming to your restaurant, you all would have a little database on her, wouldn't you? You would. And the database would say what?
7: Uh, difficult customer.
0: Difficult customer. Yeah. And then how does everybody then handle her?
7: When I worked in the restaurant, we had waiters who could handle certain kinds of people. So there were waiters you would love and who would take very good care of you. But I would, I would be like, ah, I can't handle you.
0: Okay, waiter rant. Do You feel good now? You got it all out? I did. Thank you, audience. Thank you for taking our test. And uh, hope this makes you think about it differently. Dr. Forney's book is called Choosing Civility, The 25 Rules of Considerate Conduct. Bye. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, The Podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah show, The Podcast. And I thank you for listening.